This is Sean Six from the Liquid Conversations, and I'm here with who? Nicholas Johnson from Dirty Nellies here in tiny little Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, so this is my go-to pub here in Boston. This yes, is, is. Uh, the first place I go to when I get off a plane when I come back from doing a podcast trip. This is a regular place that I come to on a weekend. It could be a morning on Marathon Monday. Uh, it could be a St. Patrick's Day weekend like it is right now. Or a usual random Wednesday. Or a random Wednesday. But this is the stereotypical Irish pub in a place like Boston. It is small. You know everybody. Uh, you have your regulars that you see sitting in the same spot every at day. the bar every single day. You guys refer to this as Boston's friendliest dive bar. Now, that's not something that you guys just say, but that's kind of a, a, a moniker that yeah, you guys yeah. have been given. Yep. Uh, and that kind of lends to the fact that it is very small. It is very intimate. Everybody knows everybody here. And we see the same faces every single time coming into this place, not just the patrons, but the staff, the staff that's worked here works here for a long oh, period of time. These yeah. are people that aren't just transient. They don't come through during a college year and then they bang out at, you know, at the spring when the semester's over and yeah. go home. You guys, this is a this is a career for you. This is this is something that you pay your bills on. You this is your livelihood. Absolutely, one hundred percent. But um, you can bartend anywhere and everywhere, uh, and there are bars that do that. And you know, you people are transient, like you said, and they pop in and out. Right. Us having a, a smaller staff, uh, more dedicated staff, um, and the clientele that we get, it, it makes it. A lot easier to stick around right and uh the the friendliest dive bar thing that's just kind of yeah it did come around because in the city itself has changed so much uh we are really the last bastion of dive bars in downtown proper in in boston proper and People, you know, congregate. They migrate to that, and they yeah. want more of that. And we're almost the last, the almost the last game in town here, you know. And uh, that helps people be happy at work and see the same people over again, make good money. It just helps people want to stick it out longer and go through it. You, you know? guys are kind of like in a back alleyway on kind of like the dark side of Faneuil Hall. Yes, I we mean, are. we're right off of Faneuil Hall. If you look across the the street from the front of the bar, you're looking at the north end and. Yep. Out front, like today, uh, we have this farmer's market that's going on. So there's a ton of people. Granted, it's St. Patrick's Day weekend. So there's obviously a lot of people in town. Yep. Uh, oh. The bar is, I mean, it's early already. And the bar's packed already. Uh, you can hear all these people talking and having a good time. But this really, like you said, this is a destination point for a lot of people. I tell a lot of people to come here whenever I travel. People are like, well, what's it like to live in Boston? What's it like to live in that? that so-called Irish enclave that right. Boston is and what's Irish pubs like in Boston. I'm like, well, you need to go to this place called Dirty Nellies. And they look it up and then they find the one that's in Dublin. Always, yep. It always goes back to the one in Dublin. Always goes back to the one in Dublin. We, do, we just stole the name. We're not, <laughs> we're not affiliated. All right? This particular Dirty Nellies here in Boston is garnered as much of a reputation as any other place that could ever have that name. Yeah, you would think we would be, we were here from the beginning. Always. 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 And uh, the, this Sunday we're celebrating our 14th year, so that's super exciting. I've yep. been here for 12 of them. So, yep. I mean, I, I've been with us for, for 
from the beginning almost. Um, and with the name, I mean, it's such an iconic name. And it's such a, you're right, we're hidden. It, unless you can give turn-by-turn turn directions here. And people, and still, people still won't find it. But <laughs> 95% of the people that do find us, they just go, I walk down this kind of creepy alley or walk through this kind of ridiculous farmer's market. And there you guys were, just like, you know, an oasis of, of goody, boozy stuff. Um, <laughs> so it was, it was yeah, we, we do well with that. And um, you're never too far away from a Dairy Nellies. I've been around and, you know, we, we got ones in Amsterdam. We got ones uh, in other parts of the States. Obviously one in the Ireland. But yeah. uh, none of us being affiliated, it kind of adds to that lore of there's always a Dairy Nellies around. And it always seems to be a great place. It, it's weird because I have actually met friends I'd never met these people before. I was traveling to California uh, for NAM, the NAM convention. And in the airport on the way back, I'm wearing my long sleeve black Dirty Nellies t-shirt. And this random couple just comes up to me and taps me on the shoulder and says, do you go to Dirty Nellies in Boston, the one in Faneuil Hall area? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's where I got the shirt. And they're like, oh, we love that place. We go there all the time. I love it. I'm still friends with these people. They're into music. They were going to NAMM for the same reason. And I ended up having very good friends because of this place that I had never met here before. Yeah, just because wild. of the association, because of it. Yeah, I love that story. That's a good story, man. We're, we're coast to coast. We're worldwide on this, you are. I guess, now. Jeez, I like that. What are some of the challenges you think there is working in a traditional Irish pub here in the city of Boston? Uh, hmm. You know, uh, a traditional Irish pub and bar, anything, you can call it tavern, pubs, bars, whatever. Like I said, there has to be there has to be something special inside the four walls, right? right. You know, because in the city now, it's growing so much and it's growing, you know, very fast as well. You get a lot of these places that are, you know, I call them carbon copy bars. Right. They just throw them up and, you know, there's nothing. You walk into a, a pub and you're like, ah, shit's happened here. They have the uh, look, but they like, don't have the they, feeling. They, exactly, they don't have the smell, they don't yeah. have the feel, they don't have the, you know, it's, it's, you walk into the right place and working in a pub, you know it once you're in there. Right. It's the staff, it's, it's, you know, what they're doing, it's what the banter is, you know, it doesn't need to be loud and gaudy, it can just be quiet and dark. You gotta have a dark, baby. You yep. gotta have a dark. And, you know, it's like, that's, that's the real difference and that's what people love. That's what people want. They want to feel at home somewhere and that's what a real traditional pub really offers people is a place to you know have a second home this is not an easy job is it no uh, it has its moments it has it's a job still you know it's <laughs> it's fun but um you know it, it, you got to show up to to work to work and you have to have a good mindset about it and you have to always take the goods with the bads and it's every place is different and it, it's all about what's inside the four walls of a place and here is something special we're very small so we're very intimate we're the real life cheers um yeah. and that that makes that makes working here easier more often than not and uh yeah i mean but it's still you know you just gotta work you gotta take the good with the bad and everything so the big challenge is really just being authentic authentic 100 percent. the rest of it's all gravy the rest of it's just normal you know yep. uh service industry kind of uh, bullshit yeah you know you're dealing with a, a drunk patron or an asshole that doesn't yeah. want to tip right because they don't understand <laughs> the normal american customs where we tip here and you know people that come in and say well you don't serve food what do you mean you don't serve food everybody in this neighborhood said no well today we're not serving food yeah yeah. you know we we, we had to close it down early yeah you know know, something along those lines something's always gonna change people are just gonna bitch 
bitch and complain about something or other. That's normal service stuff. Yes. And so, like you had said, you know, you can bartend anywhere. That is something that you're going to get at any establishment, anywhere. at any city, any neighborhood, whatever dark alley you're off of. But to be an authentic pub, mm-hmm. no, it doesn't even have to be a traditional Irish pub or even old. For yeah, that matter. It doesn't. You know, you a, can... just a dive bar in a major city that has a gritty past to it. You have to have a place where people can come in and feel like they're accepted, feel like they're part of it, feel like they don't have to walk in and 100%. be fronting and presenting. Oh, look at me! And I'm, you know, walking in with my chest puffed out because you know I'm. I drove up in my hundred thousand yeah, dollar car, yeah, Bentley, and, I, and stuff like that. It's like dude, this you, isn't that you, place. You can drive up here in a 2003 Toyota Corolla. You'll take. You'll take. You know, you'll we'll take your money. You know, yeah, we'll we'll do that. But we're gonna show you a good time too. Right. Exactly. I mean, like you know, real you know, real people. That that's the fun part of the thing. When you yeah, you're right. The the ninety five percent of the industry you know bull that you have to deal with all the time yeah it, that that's gonna happen everywhere right but here the good about being here i love working here uh, every time every shift i have all my guys we know everybody and everybody has their own little yeah. own little clicks that come in and uh, on a monday night it might be different from a thursday night but every, and the customers feel that because we're doing that for our customers and then like you said yeah. you sit up you belly up to the bar you don't know somebody from a hole in the wall 10 minutes later your best friend you're christening that damn kid for exactly for, exactly like up. every it seems like every time i come here i always end up meeting some new person and usually it's a, it's a tourist that's kind of making their way through Faneuil Hall and they kind of stumble upon this place and they sit down, whether they're from another country the other side of this country or one right state away street. like New Hampshire, yeah. they come in and they're like, I heard of this place, but I've never been here. What's so special? And we give them the rundown. Like the, <laughs> give, the regulars, give it 10 minutes, you'll find out. The regulars will give them like the abbreviated version really quick in between drinks yeah. and kind of give them the whole backstory of this place. And the funny thing about it is you see them come back. Oh, well, Every yeah, single almost, time. Yeah, almost every time. Almost every single time. And, it, and we got people that, yeah. Once a year, they come in, and you know, you, in, a, in a year's time as a bartender, anywhere you're gonna see hundreds of thousands of faces, yeah. and, and have a hundred thousand different names and stuff like that. But you know what I remember? I remember faces, and I remember drinks. And if I if if you keep coming in, then then I'm gonna we're going to become friends. And then that's, it's all part of it. You know, it's all, it's all it is. And, so uh, one of the things, obviously, you know, that over the years of conversations that we've had, uh, you know what I do for a living and, and you know why I have the podcast and you're constantly uh, traveling. All I'm the constantly time. traveling. <laughs> music is a very big part of my life. Yep. Music is actually a huge part of this bar and it's a part of a lot of different places, but there's something different about this place that kind of struck me as odd. One, you do have live music, music yes from time to time from time to time but every single person that works here has the most insane playlist yeah, that gets yeah, played here. Yeah. I, it doesn't matter. different I, from person to person, too, but we're all un- really good at it. It is unreal. Even the people that I would not expect to hear, like, 70s pop music yep. getting played. And we're all a bit a little schizophrenic with our music choices. It's unreal. <laughs> <laughs> Music is a big part of you and is a big part of this place, isn't it? Yes, 100%. Um, we do the live music. We have Irish music that we do every week. And we on Sundays, we have not so traditional Irish music with uh, with Mike Barrett. He's been here forever. I worked with Mikey for a decade. Right. And he, his song never changed up his set list. And I, <laughs> I, hope, I hope he listens. Change it up every once in a while. Um, but, yeah, it never got old. It never got old. Um, he does parody music and it's fun and he's interactive and call him with what he does on Wednesdays with the 
real traditional Irish music. When you come in on a Wednesday and listen to Colm, you're going to get not just, you know, traditional Irish songs. You're going to get the history of Ireland and what, you know, the, the love of it that he, he does. He tells stories. He tells stories with music, and it's, and it's really awesome that he does that. And once again, I've heard him for better part of a decade, and right. it don't get old. And, and you know, you got to play the crowd. That's why it's always fun. I hate going to a place and it has a, a jukebox on the, on the right. wall, and, you know, you can be jamming out, and everybody could, the vibe could be good. You yeah. got to have the vibe right. First things first, you got to have the vibe yeah. right. And then somebody will just go on and, you know, play, you know, fast death metal. And it's right. Like, you know, and then the next song is going to be completely you know, throws, Cyrus. Yep, and like, somebody gets completely yeah, thrown off. They're yeah. getting into a groove, and all of a sudden, somebody will switch it up to metal, and yeah. everybody in the room's like, <laughs> what in the hell just Play happened? the crowd, man. Play the room. <laughs> but yeah. it, it does become, like you said, it is very schizophrenic when yeah. it comes like that because it is all over the place, but that really does lend to the air of this place. Mm -hmm. It does. Yeah. It becomes as diversified as the crowd that walks in here. 100%. Uh, and I love the part about, you know, having someone that's playing live music in here. Now, we're not talking a stage with a big PA system. No. We're talking somebody who's standing. Uh, you guys remove a high top or not even really remove, remove it, just kind of push it, it to the side. Him. Yeah. It's and it's on the way to the bathroom. Yep. Yeah, you play right next to our pisser here. Yeah, yeah and yeah. he's you know, right He's in the right corner. There. Yeah. Right in the corner. I almost kind of describe it as it's like you are at somebody's house and you have somebody who said, I'm going to pick up a guitar and we're just going to jam for a little bit. Yeah, but they're good. Songs. They're good at it. Right. Uh, yeah. Most times when somebody picks up a guitar at your house, you're it's, like, oh, it's gonna God, be horrible. where is this going to go? Yeah. But this, <laughs> but this is, it, it's insane because you actually have that feel to it. It does feel very homey. Yeah. And I think people's expectations now want music to be so much of a production. Mm -hmm. and so polished and so perfect, that's not the case. This is literally real as it gets, and it's never going to be any different. I hope not. I, I, and that's the thing. I, that's why we've done so well in such a short amount of time. That's why we're known right. coast to coast. That's yeah. why 14 years on come, Sunday, that's not a lot of time. It's really. not a lot of time. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it's funny. It's it's. I work here now, but I grew up here in the city, and before it was Dairy Nellie's, it was Pete's Pub, and right. that was the diviest dive in all of Boston. And... Uh, John Joe Summers bought us up 14 years ago. I used to come drinking here from a kid as a kid from Southie when I was, you know, barely 21. Right. And in 14 years later, I found myself here again. Right. And I love because what we've changed in 14 years and what we've become is excellent. It's awesome. It's fun all the time. And I, you know, I don't want it to stop. Let's switch gears and we'll talk about whiskey. Okay. So any pub whiskey, whiskey. is a staple. Uh, it is obviously a favorite of mine. Uh, I would, I would, I would. Mine as well. I would be I would be struck down by a lightning bolt if I said it wasn't. Mm -hmm. You guys have something here that's pretty special that a lot of places are starting to do them. It's becoming sort of a trendy thing. But you guys have made it really different for any type of experience that I've had before. You guys have a whiskey club here. Yes. Yes, we And have. it is kind of on the DL. It is. There's a little it bit is. of mystique we, to we, it. You know what? Yeah, we'll go with that. It's, it's mystical. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> You guys send out uh, a random text message. Random text message or an email, uh, and it could be it like last minute. Yep, it could be. Uh, so it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like Fight Club. Yeah, yeah. You don't but talk we, about Fight Club. Yeah, but you can still break that rule. Tell all but your you friends. But you can still you can still go. <laughs> you can still go. Yeah, and people always break that rule, right? They still talk about Fight Club. You guys have a different vendor that'll come through, a different yep. uh, distiller that'll come through, mm -hmm. and you guys will basically put on the Ritz for everybody. We do. Um, yeah, we do it. We hold that upstairs. 
um, in our in our loungier place because that that's another fun fun thing about this place is you get such a duality. Right. Uh, uh, the upstairs a little more it, polished, a little more old polished, school speakeasy. Old, yes. And I've, in fact, um, moving forward is that we're actually gonna maybe rebrand it as the Shabin, which is okay. It's funny that you bring it up that this place is like a house or like somebody's home because that is exactly what a Shabin is back right. in Ireland. It's a, it's an Irish speakeasy and right. they would have them there, you know, unlicensed vendors and they would have them, you know, in people's houses or in a right. store or in a warehouse. Right. And they would happen anywhere and anytime. Just behind the curtain in the back. Exactly. Kind so of it's kind of perfect know. that our yeah. whiskey club is held in a place like that. Right. And, and it, it adds to the intimacy of it and the different vendors that we come through. We've done some really great stuff. Right. Um, we've had a lot of fun with it. Uh, we've had, you know, all the Irish whiskeys. We've done scotches. We've done Japanese whiskeys, which, right. Sean, get on your Japanese whiskey game. <laughs> um, they're delicious. And, you know, and we, but we do different things. Like the last one that you were at, we did the tequila one. We did a tequila one, right. And, but we did it with uh, Whiskey Twist. We did all the, the whiskey, old school whiskey drinks, the Manhattans, the, you know, old fashioned. But replacing it with tequila instead but, of the whiskey. And it, I'm not a big tequila drinker. And, but they and were good. When we had talked about that ahead of time, I, you know, I told you, I said, I, I'm not really a tequila drinker, but coming to it and trying different types of drinks that are supposed to be made with whiskey and having it replaced with a particular type of tequila was awesome. And, right. it, and it basically expanded my palate as far as how I think of tequila now. Instead of it just being you sucking down margaritas somewhere right. and getting completely hammered until you can't find your pants, it's <laughs> something that might have a little more. lose the pants first. Uh, it might have something that has a little more kind of uh, socialite. Yeah, yeah, there's a, li- to, there's a little fancy more upscale to yeah. it where you people don't realize, okay, I'm not just doing tequila shots. This is something where I'm going to sip this. Yep. Yeah, and, and there's a lot more to, to it. Yeah. This is something that, like you said, it's a little on the DL, but it is open to anybody. Anyone. And you guys are starting to expand more on it. And this is something that I think everybody should come and experience because it, you're seeing probably the root of Dirty Nelly's experience in a much yep. more refined setting. 100%. And it's something that people don't think about when they come here and they sit downstairs and they suck down, you know, Bud Lights and, you know, do shots of JMO that, you know, it, that's that adds to this place a little bit more. It expands us a little bit more. We can do the fun stuff. We can do the mixed stuff, the mixed drinks and stuff like that and, and you know, have a little bit more of a mixology feel to us but we but we keep us we keep it grounded in what we are and and we want people to experience something fun learn a little bit have a good time and you're going to spend it with 20 plus people up in a room right and you get to chat up with them afterwards and you get to know them a little bit and you know it, it, you walk away being like hey you know what that was a fun tuesday night yeah. like that was a fun tuesday night i'm you know i'm gonna get through this week i'm gonna be just fine this week yeah. you know it's, it's fun and um yeah man i'm glad how it's grown you know and and dl yeah we're, we're trying to get Get off that deal. We want we want more people. We want more people walking in the door and being like, "Hey, when's the next one?" And the next one's gonna be fun. Women and whiskey. It's awesome. gonna, be, you know, I didn't know anything about it. I'm actually looking really, really forward to this. You know, the women's contribution to whiskey throughout history. Perfect. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Damn. No. Thank you, Sean. You're the man. The Liquid Conversations podcast is brought to you by Dirtbag Clothing. Wear it till it stinks.